Hi, everybody. This is The Simpsons Show. I'm Robbie with my co-host, Matt, and we are here to talk about The Simpsons from the beginning. Matt, how are you? I am fantastic and glad I'm not lost on a weird desert isle. It's not really a desert isle. Well, no, but neither was Gilligan's Island, and they called that a desert isle in the song, so... I thought they meant... I thought they said deserted island. Maybe it is. Maybe I meant to say deserted. Whatever. Okay. I don't... We probably shouldn't expect too high of a level of realism from Gilligan's Island. Well, no, but hey. Also, if I was the crew of Gilligan's Island, just kill Gilligan. After like the third or at time, least lock him up. After like the third time, he ruins your chances of getting off the island. It's a pretty serious situation you're in. Just get rid of him. No, no, you could always just lock him up, and then when you take him back to civilization, if there's not room, oops, sorry, Gilligan, looks like you're on your own. Why can't we just make that decision right away? No room for you on this island, Gilligan. <laughs> because if you, if everyone else gets off the island, you can at least leave Gilligan behind and be like, "Sorry, buddy, there's only enough room in the raft for the no, five no. of us." Then you get a, you get a then you get a, a, a Count of Monte Cristo situation. The guy coming back for long held revenge. <laughs> That's not good. Do you really think as many times as he screwed up, he could get out that island by himself? It's always a chance, Matt. What are we talking about? Hi, guys. We are brought to you by supporters on Patreon. You can support Something us by going to Gilligan's Island. <laughs> Patreon.com slash The Simpsons Show. For only $2 a month, you gain access to all of our bonus content. Uh, really appreciate everyone who supports us. Also, if you want to help us out, go to Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast service you use. And uh, give us a five-star review. Subscribe. Tell your friends all those little things. Uh, just take a few moments. They help us out a lot. We do appreciate it. On to this week's episode. It is Das Boos. I'm going to say it like that because I want to. Episode 5F11, originally aired February 15th, 1998, written by David S. Cohen, directed by Pete Michels. Michaels, still not sure about that. Finished 17th in the ratings, a Nielsen rating of 9.9, mm-hmm. approximately 9.6 million viewing households. Third highest rated show at Fox that week following The X-Files and King of the Hill. So, Alan McBeal dropped, jumped up above him for one week, fell back below again. Oh, well. It's the natural order of things. <laughs> I don't know about that. The couch gag. The family's the family are frogs on lily pads. Ribbit, ribbit. I, yeah. I, I sure. I felt strange, but whatever. I guess it's season nine. They're working on the weird stuff now. Apparently, Dan Castellaneta's niece recommended that. Sec- suggested the oh. couch gag. I guess that makes it a little bit better because she's a, she's a little girl. Um, episode guest stars James Earl Jones as narrator. Phil Hartman as Troy McClure, and Jack Ong as the Chinese fisherman, who are speaking Cantonese. Which makes sense when you think about it. I mean, most of the Chinese fishing crews do operate out of Hong Kong and uh, the southern Chinese area, so Cantonese would be the recommended language. It was originally Mandarin, but then uh, Mr. Ong said, no, they probably would be speaking Cantonese. So they changed it. Glad they listened to him then. Yeah, exactly. Uh, episode starts with uh, some Troy McClure as Noah. Which is a clear parody of, I, I think they're parodying Ten Commandments, uh, the the Charlton Heston, Moses. They're just doing Troy McClure, Noah, which is a long movie, but not quite as long as they make this one out to be. Yeah, uh, the kids want to stay up and watch the whole thing. Which, when I was a child, I did not want to watch the Ten Commandments. No, no, uh, especially biblical epics were not uh, the children's forte. I, and I, I, I didn't want to watch Ben-Hur. I didn't want to watch Ten Commandments. I didn't want to watch Spartacus. I didn't want to watch any of those movies. I don't, I I just don't, and I, like as a kid, you're not really getting much out of them, except for maybe like the chariot stuff. 
maybe. I don't know. So that's the it's an extended sequence to start the episode. They're watching the 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 Troy McClure as Noah. He, Noah's very dumb. Uh, God has to continually tell Noah a lot of things. Uh, God is Homer's favorite fictional character. We learn. Uh, Homer is yet. Uh, eh, I can't, this is Homer has met God, Matt. Indeed, he has. But you know that was a dream, obviously, Robbie. I but that's the Homer is not an atheist. I have a problem. Well, and, like, okay, Homer, Homer, if, calling if, Homer a theist in general is stretching it a little bit. I he is. I think he is a, the the most general of agnostics. But I'm God. I, I think God is a person to Homer. I don't. This this and this is the these types of jokes are the things that stand out to me, and it's the things that I think people pinpoint when they start talking about the show stopping stop being what they remember it as because. None of the family members are atheists. None of them. In Lisa, the not most like not even Lisa. So when they make jokes like that, it just feels very clearly like, oh, that's just the writer making a joke. It doesn't feel like the characters saying that. It feels like a writer saying yeah. that. Um, I don't really have a. There's not. It's not like this episode is all about the. It doesn't feel like it's all like writer in self insert jokes. But I, it's those things are very rare. As you go further back, as we move forward, they seem to pop up more and more. God, Homer believes in God. Uh, they stay up till the next morning to watch the, sh- the the movie. I guess it's good they got to see the whole thing. They get the whole story of Noah. Yep, because no one has ever gotten the whole story of Noah before. <laughs> yeah, no one knows that. Um, but after that, uh, the kids go to school. I guess Homer just calls in to work, which is it seems a little unfair that the kids go to school with no sleep. Homer gets to stay home, but I guess he is an adult. He can make that call. Yep, he he can call him with smallpox. <laughs> a very topical disease to, to for Homer to have. We we see what the kids are doing at school. They are participating in a model UN. Okay, delegates, you leave tomorrow for the statewide model UN, so this is our last chance to bone up. And bone we will. <laughs> Lighten up, please. Finland, let's see that native dance. <laughs> smile more. Work that pelvis. No, too much smile. Sit down. Poland, tell us about your nation's achievements. Well, uh, I heard they sent a rocket to the sun once at night, and there was that submarine with a screen door. No, 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 no. Young man, you need to do some serious boning. <laughs> Oh, grow up, Lise. Okay, Libya, exports. Yes, sir, you American pig. <laughs> nice touch. Uh, <clears throat> let's see. Uh, the exports of Libya are numerous in amount. One thing they export is corn, or as the Indians call it, maize. Another famous Indian was Crazy Horse. In conclusion, Libya is a land of contrast. Thank you. Ow, I can't breathe. No, I'd like to, but I'm afraid he has diplomatic immunity. Point of order, if we want to learn anything, we must respect... Point of order, Lisa stinks. <laughs> hey, leave her alone. You leave her alone. You're, You're the one who is talking. That's right. Oh, Order, order. Do you kids want to be like the real UN, or do you just want to squabble and waste time? So, that is the real question, isn't it? Do, yeah. you, do you want to just squabble and waste time? Nelson, Japan. 
Wendell, Wendell, Mexico, Sharing Terry, Trinidad, Tobago, Lisa is France, Bart, Libya, Millhouse, Poland, Ralph, Canada, Lewis is the U.S., Martin, Finland. Um, Interesting uh, assignments there. I, 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 I think they do a really good job this episode of making the children feel like children. Yes, they really do. Uh, I, I would even go as far to say as they make them feel like younger than they're actually supposed to be, which I understand that Ralph and Lisa, I believe, are supposed to be eight. Maybe she, no, Sherry and Terry are with Bart. So, like, most of the kids are supposed to be ten. And I feel like a lot of them act actually younger than they usually are, but it may just be me. I I have no I I don't know if I have a conception about how a ten year old supposed to, like a group of ten year olds especially are supposed to act, and especially a group of ten year olds that are basically left alone on an island. So they 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 misbehave. Children are monsters, um, and they're terrible. Fair enough, that's true. <laughs> I do like that my my uh, my adopted country is represented by Ralph. I do appreciate that. <laughs> um, Bart. I and also Bart's great at BS. He's really good at making up. And it's clear that Skinner also knows nothing about Libya. Well, who knows anything about Libya? Come on, especially back in the nineties. I mean. Okay, I'm not going to – let's not – I would say the 90s is more likely people to know about Libya than today. Um, I don't know. I feel like especially a large segment of the population has been more well-informed about what's going on in that area of the world these days than it used to be. Uh, I feel like at least now most people could name at least one city in Libya and maybe even point to it on the map uh, than could have back Oh, in no, 90s. I don't – okay, more? Maybe more, but not a lot. Not a lot. No, 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 definitely not a lot, but more. I, I'm terrible at geography, so I'm not going to try and make claims or anything. Um, so the kids are going to – where is this retreat? Do we ever – I guess it doesn't matter, but I'm just nope. curious uh, where they're going to some – it's a statewide thing. So basically, they have a child in this – every kid in the state is representing a different country? You know – I mean, there's a hundred and what? There's hundred and seventy something uh, nations represented in the actual UN. So, conceivably, I mean, there appears to be what a dozen coming from Springfield Elementary. So, sure, why not? Yeah. So they're going, and only only Otto is the only adult on the bus. I seems very dangerous. Why? Why does he not go with them? Who knows? Uh, they don't go to it in. They go into it in the episode, and that's one of the things where I'm just like. Huh? I, I, I mean, you can't think about it too much or it, it, everything. This episode is held together with the most tenuous of duct tapes. You can't start picking at it or it'll all fall apart. We go. To, we cut to the B-plot, which is Homer starting an internet business. Uh, and that all starts with him getting a letter from Flanders Business, Flanders Enterprises, uh, where and he, he asks Flanders, and Flanders says, yeah, they sell religious folk rugs. On the internet, which I imagine is Flanders. I entirely believe that Flanders can make a good living doing this. Oh, absolutely. There's there's not a doubt in my mind that Flanders, and even back in the the 90s when no one was on the internet, they could have handled it. They could have done it. Yeah. And nowadays, I, there'd probably be like a, a gigantic Etsy store doing all that. Um, Homer, seeing what Flanders has done, he wants to start his own company. Homer, what are you doing? No time to answer that, Marge. I'm setting up a home office for my new business enterprise. What business enterprise? Ever heard of a little thing called the Internet? Internet, eh? Oh, yeah. Everybody's making money off the Internet except us. 
We've fallen behind. Way behind. Is that my good butter? Can't discuss that now, Marge. I have to write another delicious memo. Mm, memo. Maybe I should start putting all my pens in butter. Hey, that's that's what everyone needs. I mean, that, that will encourage you to write more freehand, not not a computer, but you know, unless I, you, I don't. What, what your kind keyboard of, is made of butter? What kind of maniac am I to write longhand? That sounds like I don't understand those people because they're crazy. People. I can't like that cramp. Like uh, my hands hurt enough just from typing. I can't. You know what happens when I write longhand, man? I leave words out because my brain is going too fast <laughs> for my hands. Yes, that is. That I'm, is very I, I'm writing out sentences, and I'm like, uh, I missed three words. I skipped three words, and I like, I just have to write it. Eh, eh, eh. Don't get me started writing with a pencil. Take that, 20th century. Um, well, and every other century before that, and, and all those other ones prior. I mean, they have had typewriters for hundreds of years now. Um, not very good typewriters, but still, we 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 follow the bus ride. Uh, Otto's driving. He has a tape with songs to enrage bus drivers, which, I mean, he listens to metal. I can fully understand him just listening to music that can make him angry. That's true. He's he's an angry kind of guy. Yeah. Otto, you know, sometimes you got to let that, you got to let it out. Um, the kids are uh, just doing their own thing. Uh, Martin, uh, not Martin, uh, Bart and Nelson are having a good old fruit race with disastrous consequences. Hey, Simpson, race ya! First one to the front of the bus gets Martin's lunch money. What? Go apple! Go orange! Go banana! <laughs> Make way for grapefruit! Go grapefruit! What the? It burns! I can't see! I need you to be my eyes. Okay, which way should I turn? Uh, the bus crashes. They go into the ocean. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> when, when your only adult and driver cannot see. <laughs> yeah, it's not great. Uh, Ralph's Go Banana. Amazing. Go Banana. Wow. I. It's really good. It's Ralph. It Everything is, Ra- Ralph says is amazing. Ralph is really good in this episode. This is a good Ralph episode. Um. But he doesn't even say that much. But it's always hilarious and yeah, perfectly timed. He has all, he has a, there's a lot of good. He gets a lot of good punchlines. Um, but that's how the first act ends. Very short first act. They crash into the ocean. They all die. End of the Simpsons. Goodbye. Yep. No one else. Uh, you know, nothing else happens. That's the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. Bye, guys. Series over. No, just kidding. Oh. Uh, when we come back, uh, we start off with Otto getting washed away. Uh, he, he goes to swim for help out of the bus, but gets caught up in a riptide and just thrown out to sea, essentially. <laughs> so poor Otto. Uh, he's, he's gone. It's up to the kids to save themselves. Uh, are, the kids are not very optimistic, as we'll see in Bart's comments. I guess this is the end, Wendell. He's Wendell. I'm Lewis. <laughs> Whatever. Just tell Wendell I said bye. So, yes, even Bart cannot tell his little friends apart. <laughs> Remember, uh, Wendell is the super queasy kid that's super pale. That's that's how we know uh, Wendell. For those I, of you who did not know that, I, I I we are all Bart. I don't I don't Wendell Lewis all those those all those kids that get I knew who they were, but apparently I'm the only one. Matt, you got that big brain. Mm-hmm. You got that big brain. It holds all that stuff inside. <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, but 
even after that, all the kids do manage to get out. Uh, Millhouse is about to go under, but Bart saves him and drags him to the island because, you know, Bart needs a stooge. He needs a sidekick. Uh, he, he can't exist on his own. I'm saying this right uh, now, Matt, the- before we get any further. Mm-hmm. Millhouse is Gilligan. Oh, obviously. No, finish him now. I mean, um, that's what I'm saying. Like, you, continuing you my. think th- Ralph, but no. Take the glasses, kill Millhouse, let him drown. <laughs> I, I mean, not, you don't have to kill him. You just don't have to say, not, not, don't save him. You know? Say old Batman Begins <laughs> thing, right? You know, you, yeah. just, just let, I mean, there is no real difference between, uh, you know, killing someone and leaving them to die. It's the same. But, semantics. That's important to society. Yeah, I mean, to I, be fair, one is one is more along the lines of manslaughter, and one is you know murder one. So you, you mean know, an American manslaughter court only systems, gets you less than twenty years. It's American court systems. You mean there's a difference? Oh yeah, that's true. Well, some God bless America. Some, apparently, yeah, yeah. God bless America. Repeat. Yeah. Amen. Salute. Uh, Hand over heart. Yeah. Let's let's move past that. <laughs> we don't go any further into uh, all right. God blessing America. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, the kids wash up on a nearby island. Luckily for them, there's a random island nearby. Uh, they immediately start blaming each other. Uh, obviously, it was Milhouse's fault because of his stupid grapefruit. Why would you grapefruit? No, no. I mean, I mean... to be fair, it could have been banana, but Ralph is perfect, so I, you know I, we're not going to blame I, him. Everything that goes wrong on this, it's all Milhouse. Milhouse is the everything is his fault. I'm not. Like I don't think you're not they, wrong. They, I'm. I'm. To be serious, I don't think they should kill Melhouse, but it is all his fault. Maybe he should show a little bit of humility, just a tiny tad bit. Maybe. Oh, I'm sorry. Just a uh, kids don't do well with humility. I know. I know. They're all sociopaths. Yeah, all children are. I mean, but anyway, this is. Hey, this is officially. They officially commence the Lord of the Flies part of the episode. Hey. Kids yeah. and kind of people are all sociopaths. Weird how that works. <laughs> yeah. But like we said, they start blaming each other, and uh, Bart interjects with a wonderful horn noise and tells them about the wonderful civilization they're going to build. <laughs> What's everyone's problem? I'm glad we're stranded. It'll be just like the Swiss family Robinson, only with more cursing. We're going to live like kings. Damn hell ass kings! The monkey butlers will regale us with jungle stories. How many monkey butlers will there be? One at first, but he'll train others. Cool. Good, let's get to work. Me and Nelson will build the treehouse. Martin, draw up plans for a coconut radio, and if possible, a coconut Nintendo system. What about the rest of us? You guys gather food for the big feast tonight, and maybe a little wine for the older kids. Delicious wine? Exactly. So, yes, uh, Bart is super excited about being on this island because he is not very smart, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I don't, he, he does not realize how hard survival is in these situations. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, the conch shell, that's a, the first reference to Lord of the Flies. Man, have you read Lord of the Flies? I assume you have because you went to high school. I have not, actually. What? Yeah, well, we skipped right past that and uh, we read, what was it, My Antonia instead. You must, you went to some weirdo high school. I was in the gifted program, so... Oh, I... that's the problem. You're too smart. You're too smart for it, just like in everything else in life. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's that's where we're going with that, sure. 
<laughs> I, it, yeah. The, you didn't have weird English teachers that maybe read terrible books. Lord of the Flies is good. I would have rather read that than so many of the other books. I mean, I again, if I had my druthers about my high school English curriculum, it would have been a lot different. But whatever. Uh, Lord of Flies is good uh, for what it is. I don't think it's amazing like some people do, but I think it ha- is interesting. Uh, it's good. It is a good middle school, high school book, especially. Um, it is. The conch shell is from it. A lot of stuff is from, uh, like, everything in this, like, half the stuff that happens on the island is from Lord of the Flies. Uh Millhouse's Piggy is a character in the book. That is who Millhouse is. Ah, of course. Very clearly is, and I that would I would think it would be Martin, but no, Millhouse fulfills that role. Um, he is the Gilligan and the Piggy, basically. Uh, everything devolves into chaos and etc. It's just this. It's all Lord of the Flies. Uh, Lord of the Flies. It's a. I don't. It. It's interesting to see that they chose that as a thing to base the plot of the a plot around. It's it's a little it's a a little weird, and I I think it explains the ending to a certain really ex- something something can explain this ending uh, to a certain extent. I'm not saying completely. I think the choice of using Lord of the Flies basically explains the ending, uh, or at least explains why the ending is the way it is. Not necessarily makes it quote unquote good, but it makes it explains it. It makes it you go oh okay I get it. Um I I don't. It's it you know we'll talk about it when we get there but it's I I was thinking about it as we as I was watching this and I was reading and I was like okay I get it yeah Lord of the Fly we'll talk yeah 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 mm-hmm. yeah yeah anyway uh, we at this point uh, after Bart uh, sends everyone out on their tasks we go back to Homer uh, who is having a trouble coming up with his name for his uh, internet business and. Uh, Looking at knives, comes up with several knife-related puns. Uh, Cutco, Interslice. Marge suggests the most 90s name of a company ever, CompuGlobal Hyper Meganet. And it ends up being the one he goes with, uh, even when he answers the phone. It turns out to be Patter, Patty. Uh, Homer also gives himself the title of Junior Vice President, because everyone knows the more uh, words on your title, the more important you are. That's exactly how that well, works. Well, 90s, 90s stuff is cool again, Matt. So CompuGlobal Hyper Meganet is now also another – it's a good name again. Well, then, I should go register that domain. It's already right. Re- it's taken. Someone has it. The Someone... .net? CompuGlobalHyperMegaNet.com. Oh, oh, I get it. Mega.net you, you were going to do. I don't know. Exactly. Well, That's how kids do it these days. You know, they're, That's true. They do. They're smart, you know. You're going to go look it up right now, aren't you? What are you talking about? Me? You... Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I it's, can see it's, you highlighting the text. It is also taken, yes. Both of them are taken. Oh. They go. It's owned by the same people, even. Oh, so now we'll just do CompuGlobalHyper.Meganet. That's a top-level domain, right? Meganet? <laughs> I don't think so, man. Not. It should be. I mean, dot horse is one. So I dot Meganet. When they run out of dot nets, it'll be the next step up. Meganets. Fair enough. Check uh, us out but, at the uh, Simpsons Show dot Meganet. Yes, the Simpsons Show dot Meganet. Meganet. Yeah, it, you need to say it in that voice too. It's very important. True. Anyway, uh, at this point, <laughs> we go back to the kids to find out how their scouting expedition went. Food patrol, we're all starved. Let's see what you've got. That's it? What happened to all the lobsters, mangoes, and chewy, chewy cocoa beans? All we found were these oozing berries, and they look pretty poisonous. I eated the purple berries. How? Oh. How are they, Ralph? Good? They taste like burning. 
Okay, Food Patrol blew it. Yeah, well, your treehouse looks kind of crummy, too. Kind of really crummy. Well, when monsoon season comes, you'll be glad it's there. So, yes, as uh, we now see, survival is hard. Uh, it's very tough to find food, uh, unless you're willing to track and kill animals with your bare hands, which we later find out the kids are totally okay with. <laughs> <laughs> but fishing is tough, uh, and there's just a lot of... A lot of crazy stuff uh and shelter is tough although the later on they build a very good cage for some reason but this is why on most islands if you can find a cave you go in that cave uh because caves if they're not occupied by bears or other large vicious animals are a great place to hang out uh they keep you they're usually cooler or warmer than the surrounding areas and uh they generally keep the elements off of you you build a fire in the mouth of a cave and hey you can warm up that whole cave very well, Matt. So, Matt, okay. Matt, uh, you mm. don't. I, I, I've played those video games. I know how to. You, you, what you do is you run up to a tree and then you punch the tree for a while. Okay, you punch the tree. Uh, you punch it. You punch it. You punch the tree for a long time. Eventually, the tree falls apart, and then you take that wood, and now you have wood. So you take the wood and you go to a rock. You find a rock and you hit the rock with the wood. Okay, you, you with me? Well, I can't deny that. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, totally with you there. Okay, okay. You hit the rock. Eventually, the rock falls apart too. You grab the rock and you combine it with the wood you got. Hammer. You got a hammer now. Now nice. you go back, back to the trees, but from before with the hammer, and now you hit the trees with a hammer, and now it takes less time, and then you have more wood, and then you take all that wood and you combine it with wood, and then you got a house. Really? Where did you get the metal for the uh, the hammer again? Well, no stone. Rock and, and tree. Uh, stone, stone, hammer, of course. Hammer. And then wood plus wood. Wall and, and ceiling and door. Of course. How could I be so foolish to not know these things? You do that before nighttime. Yes, because at nighttime the bad things come out. Just the, like in the world. Yeah, just like in... Yeah, I mean, see? Logic. Survival. That's, that's how survival really works. Yep. Speaking of survival, Otto gets picked up by a slave labor boat. Uh, from some nice uh, Cantonese-speaking gentlemen who uh, can never have enough slave labor in their fishing boat. I mean, because it's true, you can never yeah, have enough slave laborers I, because so many of them die from your poor treatment. I mean, unless they're, you you tip over into revolt territory. If that last one you, is the one that really tips them over, low protein diet. Yes, they maybe they, they. I mean, if you're doing a lot of work, you probably don't want to feed them the low protein diet. You want to keep you want to give them energy. It's true. They probably just you probably you probably give them. I imagine like I think most fishing boats nowadays they have you know they have people on board you know can like if they're they're talking about people on board canning the fish means they're cutting them up and and then and they're like they're doing the entire process on board and probably flash freezing if they're not doing the actual canning on board so they're probably eating fish heads. Probably that's mm -hmm. kind of disgusting, but I'm yum, sure yum, it's yum. in a survival area that that'll. Get you lots of protein, even get you some minerals from the fish brain. And you get the eyes. The gooey, gooey cocoa eyes. Cocoa beans are not... I thought cocoa beans are hard. Uh, yes, they're very hard. Uh, you, There's a lot of processing that goes into chocolate to get it from cocoa beans to actual chocolate. That's okay. I'm just making sure I'm not one of those people who think that medical 2x4s are a real thing. <laughs> no, you are correct in this uh, Okay, okay good. That's good. Anyway, uh, we then go back to the island where Nelson steals Millhouse's glasses to start a fire, which uh, obviously he uses a rock and, uh, you know, uh, scrapes it against the glasses to make uh, a spark, which, uh, spoiler alert for those of you who don't know, that doesn't work. 
you do rock against metal. That's generally how using a specific type of metal. Uh, otherwise, two rocks is better. Glass does not do that. Uh, so no, it was the frame. Poor Millhouse. He was using the frame. No, he was using the uh, the lens because you can see it all scratched up after. Well, no, that was that was Nelson accidentally grazing the lens. It, he was scratching oh. the rock against the the frame of the glasses. Science, mm-hmm. Matt. Sure. Come on. Sure. Uh-huh. This whole episode is is incredibly based in reality. Oh Lord! Uh, uh, at this point, the kids are starving. Uh, Sherry even says that she can eat at Arby's. All which, right, uh, now, back I, in those I, days, I, was, I was quite I, a sacrifice. I need, I need. Okay, we. I the, the moment she said that, I went. I don't. She's on. She, I Arby's is good. Put my foot down. I like Arby's. If I'm going fast food, really, Arby's might. If I'm especially if I'm not in anywhere where Chick Fil A sells food, Arby's is top yeah. of the list. All right, Arby's is 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 great. Wow, that is uh, that's that's some, some strong feeling. I, I'm not what saying I I'm not saying I always go to Arby's because I have a wife who doesn't want to go to Arby's. But but if I had my druthers, I'd go to Arby's all the time. Come on, they got a little squirrely. If, if you had your druthers, if I had my druthers, there's not a lot of Arby's in Edmonton. All right, we have a couple of them. There's not a lot of them. They're not all not all over the place like they are in in the U.S. And Matt, they got little fries. That squirrel with orange. They're orange fries. That squirrel. I like them. They're good. If you say that, I do enjoy Arby's curly fries uh, and the, the old school roast beef sandwiches. They're newer stuff. I'm not. I mean, the only problem, especially for you, you live in Orlando. You can just go to uh, Beefy King. Beefy King. You have a Beefy uh, King. Well, I now I want to go to Beefy King. Beefy King's amazing. You'd love it because you get like eight pounds of food for like $12. Um it's but they they sell roast beef sandwiches like the same Arby style except they're three times as good. So it, that's the even if, if you live in Orlando, you go to Beefy King. There's only one Beefy King. There's a million Arby's, so they have that. And I generally get fried chicken sandwiches at Arby's. I really just I'm there for the curly fries. But Arby's is good. I resent the fact that I don't want to. Why Arby's? Did Arby's have a bad reputation in 1997, 98? I honestly don't know. Like I said, I, I've never eaten at Arby's that much. There were always different fast food options that were preferred by people I was with. I, I really got nothing against Arby's. Why people got picked on Arby's? I don't know. Apparently, somebody at the Simpsons writing staff must have a vendetta against Arby's. I mean, I, you know in 1998, Checkers existed. Yeah, but Checkers is delicious. Oh. Did, did I lose? No, I, Checkers, not delicious. I mean, their fries... Not I don't I don't like their spicy on their fries. I don't really like their sandwiches. Oh. I don't I don't like the fact that I don't have a there's no dining room. What if I want to sit down? I gotta sit out sit outside in the heat in Florida? Crazy. Uh you you just get always get checkers to go. Always. Sometimes or you, or you get it and you sit in your car. Sit in my car. I like being like at a table. Well then you take it home like a civilized person. Checkers is right there, is all I'm saying. You say so. Or uh Hardee's. Not a fan. Yeah, Hardee's, I'm there with you. My, my mom loves Hardee's for some reason. Can't really figure out why. I mean, they do have that burger with an egg on it. And, but you can get that in a lot of restaurants. Yeah, but not fast food. All right. Uh, that was my Arby's rant. All right. I just had to say it. I like All Arby's. Right. <laughs> okay. Back to The Simpsons. If anyone forgets, it's where we started. What? <laughs> yes, this is The Simpsons episode we're talking about. You remember Das Boost, The Kids, Lord of the oh, Flies, right. Island? Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, anyway, uh, Bart remembers that there was a cooler of snacks on the bus and he goes to retrieve them somehow using Millhouse's inhaler to breathe underwater. Not quite sure how Full that works, I guess. on realism. Anyway, Bart, uh, despite 
almost dying to a uh, uh, a blowfish uh, is able to actually it's probably a puffer fish from the it looks like normally a blowfish anyway uh, is able to retrieve the cooler of snacks and the kids start chowing down hardcore until Lisa pipes up and realizes hey this food might need to last she collects all the food puts it in the cooler and tells everyone no more food until morning but the next morning no food <laughs> nothing nothing but wrappers all of them around Millhouse who appears extra chubby in his drawn form at that moment. And when he burps, uh, he apparently has nacho cheese breath. So the kids jump to the obvious conclusion here. And, well, we go to commercial, actually. I mean, it does. it's not a good look. No, it, it looks very bad for Miller. It's a, it's a bad look. You wake up, you're surrounded by rappers, you look extra fat. Not a great look when everyone's starving. Uh, Millhouse is going to run away, but uh, Nelson takes his glasses, so... I don't, Millhouse is, every other appearance Millhouse without his glasses, he is basically blind. I don't know how well he's going to do out in the wilderness without his glasses on. I am number one fear, me losing my glasses in a precarious situation. I'm done for. I'm, I'm, I'm you might as well just like throw me off the boat right then because nothing I can do. <laughs> uh, you, you could, you could see in large, uh, yeah, you know, blobules. Uh, yeah. Giant clumps of blur. Yep, that really is useful in survival situations. It totally is, Robbie. Yeah. It totally is. Lisa goes, no, we are, there's law here, somehow. I, she's, you know, Lisa is, she is the, the uh, voice of reason. You know, if we are going to accuse Millhouse of something, we have to try him in a court. Um, we cut back to the B-plot. Homer has enough, he's putting out ads, banner ads or something, pop-ups, yeah, I how guess. Did, how did Homer figure out how to do that when he doesn't even have an actual website? I'm guessing he paid someone to do it for him. I guess. Like a, a proto-internet advertising company, he said, I have... That was Google back in the day. <laughs> he just went to Google before they were big. In 98? Was there Google in 98? I believe they were founded that year. Okay. Anyway, he has a banner ad that covers up uh, some comic book guy nudity. Oh, Captain Janeway. I, I, yes. The final brassiere. I, yes. Uh, comic book guy wants, he sees the ad from Homer's company, wants an upgrade. Welcome to the internet, my friend. How can I help you? I'm interested in upgrading my 28.8 kilobaud internet connection to a 1.5 megabit fiber optic T1 line. Will you be able to provide an IP router that's compatible with my token ring Ethernet LAN configuration? Can I have some money now? Homer clearly has a very good understanding of internet business. How the internet works, that's true. Uh, but just so everyone knows, comic book guy is speaking is fairly close to, you know, actual uh, wait, internet wait, stuff. Well, I, I have... Wait till we get to the news group part, Matt. Wait till we get to the news group. I've got some <laughs> good old... Some, some good old splaining. Uh, about internet terms and in and, and, and computer parts. Well then, which I, that are is, that that this is '98. Not all of this stuff was relevant anymore, but I'm sure there was a lot of sysadmins somewhere going, "Oh yeah, yep, yep." That that there's uh, we're we'll get there. Um, so we see that Millhouse is now in a cage, which is a very nice cage. Uh, nicer yeah, than way better any, than the shack they built. Better. They must have put a lot of time building that cage. That also is extraordinarily not useful as a cage because Millhouse can lift it up. Um, but Lisa is the defense attorney. Bart is the judge. Nelson is prosecutor. I would not have made Martin. I mean, I would not have made Bart the judge. I would have made Martin the judge, but whatever. Um, He's too close to Millhouse. He is not impartial at all. Um, no one saw Millhouse eat the food, so there's no hard evidence that he did it. So, uh, although Matt alleges 
that they could get a real conviction based on circumstantial evidence. You think so? Probably. I mean, really, when you think about it. I mean, to be fair, we learn later that he did eat some of the food. Well, yeah, because he did. I mean, literally all the evidence is all around him. I mean, in criminal conviction, it would be kind of hard, but in a civil conviction, no problem. I mean, this is criminal, I think. This is not civil. Well, then you have to think about reasonable doubt, and there is reasonable (laughs) doubt here, I would think. Yes, it's not – I don't think they can prove it beyond a reasonable doubt. Um, But Bart finds him innocent because there's no evidence. Uh, The society kind of breaks down. Prosecutor, your witness. You liar! You did it! You lying jerk! Take that! You did it! You did it! He's not asking any questions! Hmm. I'm gonna allow this. Prosecution rests. After careful deliberation, it's my opinion that Milhouse probably did eat the food. But since there's no proof, I must find him not guilty! All right! But he ate our food! The law has spoken! Ah, sucks to the law! Stop! Leave Millhouse alone! Help me out here, Bart. I don't know, Lise. To be honest, that verdict made me pretty angry. March with us, law girl! Step aside! Hey, man, leave my sister alone! Oh, so you're one of them! So be it! Kill the dorks! Bash their butts! Kick their shins! Kill the dorks! Bash their butts! Run away! Yes, run away. (laughs) Yeah, the... the Order and uh, peace has ended. Not not going great. Their proto-society... Their proto-society lasted less than a day? Well, when there's crime, crime is always a, a touchstone for some people, I feel like. Yes, people need justice in their lives. Fairness. So, Fairness, not so much. <laughs> well, I mean, Milhouse eating the food, them not eating the food, not fair, not just. Milhouse needs to be punished, I guess, by murdering him. I believe Nelson does say we should cut him open and get the our food out of him. Not. Yep. That's not how that, I mean, Nelson, I guess I I fully believe that is how Nelson thinks food works that's true he's that people are like sharks you know you just cut them open and all the things they've eaten are still inside just waiting um we cut back to the b plot for basically the end of the b plot where uh bill gates shows up to to homer homer's establishment you know bill gates microsoft mr simpson you don't look so rich don't let the haircut fool you i'm exceedingly wealthy get a load of the ball job march your internet ad was brought to my attention, but I can't figure out what, if anything, Compia Global Hypermeganet does. So rather than risk competing with you, I've decided simply to buy you out. This is it, Marge. I poured my heart and soul into this business, and now it's finally paying off. We're rich, richer than astronauts. Homer, quiet. You'll queer the deal. Oh, right. I reluctantly accept your proposal. Well, everyone always does. Buy them out, boys. <laughs> Hey, what the hell's going on? Oh, I didn't get rich by writing a lot of checks. <laughs> Watch out for yep, Bill. That's exactly how it happened. Watch out for Bill Gates, man. Well, in the '90s, that was totally their mo: just buy them out, aka burn it to the ground. I mean, I think they really. Then they just. I, I mean, honestly, didn't Bill Gates just write a bunch of checks to all his competitors? 
Uh, a lot of the time, yes. Uh, but sometimes uh, the competitor didn't want to sell to him, so he made the exact same product as they did and drove them out of business. I mean, yeah, I, that sounds like business. Yeah, that's how business works. Yeah, it's not nice. Um, but that's uh, that's it. Goodbye, Compu Global Hyper Mega, whatever it is. Compu Global Hyper Mega Net. That's gone forever. Yep. Uh, Homer's poor business gone before it even started. Uh, but on the on the island, Millhouse, Bart, and Lisa are running for their lives. Uh, Millhouse again is the worst. And yeah. slows them down, can't run, leaves them stranded because he 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 uh he swings across to a chasm and doesn't throw the vine back. Um eventually they are cornered in the aforementioned cave, uh, which they discover as they are about to be murdered, I guess, by the rest of the kids, they see the monster, so called monster, it is really just a wild boar. So Milhouse was not lying. There was a wild boar, although Milhouse did lie because he did eat two of the sandwiches and a bag of chips. Because, of course, he did. I mean, yeah, Milhouse is the worst. I repeat, he is the worst. Uh, the kids are good now. They have food. All that slime made this boar extra tender. More snout, anyone? Mmm, mmm. How was your dinner, Elise? Ah, shut up. Savages. So the children learned to function as a society. And eventually, they were rescued by, oh, let's say, Mo. Uh, that's, that's how the episode ends. Yep, that, that is how it ends. Matt, you've hinted at this episode in the past about certain feelings. And I feel like... Certain feelings such certain, as, this is terrible. Uh, what, the episode as a whole or just the ending? Uh, the episode as a whole, uh, terrible, the whole, the whole episode, maybe not terrible, but bad. I mean, I get the Lord of the Flies kind of thing, but it's really quick. Like, there's a lot of setup for, to get them onto the island and then it's over with like one night on the island and Millhouse is the worst when normally <laughs> Millhouse is just kind of bad. It's really bad. And it this. just, I don't know. It, it feels, this kind of feels like an episode we would have today. I don't. Oh, that's, that's, I don't know about that. Um, I would, I don't mind this episode. I, I, I think it's silly and that's, and, and dumb, you know, like, but fun, mostly fun and dumb. I don't like, it's, 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 I, I feel like it is, I, I don't know what, I don't, I don't understand, like, call it, I don't, I wouldn't call it terrible. The ending, I feel like the ending is terrible. Is that what you're saying, Matt? I don't, the ending is one. I think it is trying to emulate Lord of the Flies to a certain extent. Yeah, what does happen at the end of Lord, at the end of Lord of the Flies? End of the Lord of Flies. The kids, the the boys. It's all boys. They break down. They, you know, their 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 conch based leadership society breaks down. Uh, they break down into factions. One of the boys is killed. Piggy, the Millhouse, basically. He he gets killed and. Uh, then uh, a warship, a submarine, finds them, and it ends with like a solemn look at the 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 destruction the children have caused, and then like an allusion to like, oh, we're still we do it as an adults, we just do it under the form of government and military and and stuff like that with war. 
that is the general, but it is a very vague kind of like, oh, a military commander rescues him and then kind of just stares at his boat and makes like, oh, obviously, look, war is bad and we are, we are no better than the children kind of thing. I, uh, I think sure. it's, it's all right. I feel like it's, 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 it's a good message for like a middle school read. You know, I don't, I don't think it's a particularly deep book, but that's, I think they're just going for like, hey, it's a vague kind of thing. And I think it's a weird, like, Having a Lord of the Flies thing in a canon, quote unquote, canonical Simpsons episode, I think is strange because Lord of the Flies is scary. Don't get me wrong; it's a frightening book. It's a frightening movie too. The, the old way. It's frightening because, like, it is children butchering each other. Oh wow! Like straight up butchering. Uh, yeah, like I mean, not butch, like not like they're treated as meat or anything, but it is very violent and and like they're kids. And they're, like, just, like, attacking each other mercilessly. And it's not like it's a horror book or anything, but it's just scary because you're like, oh, well, that's – that, and, it like, it is – it's it's very traumatic, and it's supposed to be. It's not really – it's the Simpsons. They're not going to die. Like, I think that's the other part that the ending is going for. It's very much like, well, look at this parody of what we're – we're making a parody of Lord of the Flies – I think inherent in that parody, you everyone knows they're not going to kill kids. They're not going to have kid ki- like unless it's Street House of Horror. The children, none of the children, even Millhouse, is going to die. You know, well, Millhouse maybe. I mean, he is really bad at this, but they're not going to kill anyone, and so they're just they're kind of like I think they're making a joke, or at least attempting to make a joke about how we know there's no real tension here, and you know that they're going to get rescued. So why are we going to spend time on it? Why are we going to, like, wh- why does it matter? Like, do, do we need to have the f- adult, some adults, sh- like, the, the, the fishermen show up and rescue the kids or something? Do we need an ending montage of Krusty showing up on a yacht? Like, do we need that? No. And so, instead of doing that, let's just have, a, like, a throwaway funny narrator. Like, we get a, a like, a James Earl Jones, like a big name, let's get him to do a funny narration thing that just, you know, wraps it up in like eight seconds. And because that is kind of subverting expectations, it's funny. This is better than I remembered it. I'll put it that way. It is more funny. It's a little tighter. Uh, most of the kids act in normal ways. I still don't like Millhouse characterization, but hey. Um... I mean, I don't necessarily like it, but I don't. I wouldn't say anything that Millhouse does is like completely out of character because Millhouse is often no, the worst. That is, that's unfortunately true. I don't know. I just the way these two plots are kind of worked in together, uh, that, and then hey, at the end, of the that, day, oh, Mo finds them. That's the worst. I don't mind. I don't mind anything about the Lord of the Flies plot. I don't mind it at all. I I don't mind the ending. Some people hate it. I don't mind it. I think it's okay. I don't think it's amazing or anything. I think it's okay. I understand what they're going for. I laugh. I chuckle at it. That's it. I don't mind the B plot, honestly. I don't mind Homer like not under like starting a business because Flanders did it, and he's like, "Oh, an internet business, I could do that," and not knowing what the internet was. Okay, sure. It get, they get the jokes out. Like, I think they it's as long as it can be. It's a very short B plot, and I don't like. I wouldn't want it any longer. But having them in the same episode is really weird, and I don't is it it, it when you say. It feels like an episode of The Simpsons we get today. That's the thing that I agree with, in that it is just two totally disparate plots just kind of thrown together. We need something to fill the time with the B-plot, so that's what we have. 
which I agree with you there. I don't, I, it, I don't like, I want them to be at least tangentially connected. All the only connection they have is there is that, Oh, it's they, the kids are gone. So the parents are doing something. Yeah. Which I mean, it's fine, but it's not even like suddenly they have free time. It's just suddenly Homer is now running a, a, a second business and okay, whatever. I don't know. Um, I don't think this episode is terrible. I just kind of think it's like, all right, fine. You know, you're you're swinging me around to not thinking it's terrible, but it's still not very good. So you're so you're so so hard, Matt. I am. I really am. I I'm, I I just I'm so unreasonable. I I it's not unreasonable. I just think it's it it's kind of so it's not offensive. You know, it's not like offensively bad or like all the A and B plot may not connect to each other. Both of them separately are very concise. You know, there's not, there's no wasted space in either of them. There's no empty scenes. There's no, there's no things where you go, why is that scene in there at all? In either of them. Both of them are just like, here's our jokes. Here's the scenes that, that set up the jokes. They move the plot. They advance it. You know, it all works. I don't, it doesn't, it's not going for anything. It's not, it doesn't have a message. It doesn't have really any kind of real emotional catharsis. Even in the Bart Lisa stuff, it really, again, because you know the kids aren't going to die, it doesn't really, it doesn't do what, you know, Joy of Sect and let, like, uh, Kate Fear, like those types of episodes, I am able to suspend my disbelief and worry about the family. In this, I don't worry about the kids. They're, they're not, they're, <laughs> they're, they're fine. You know, it's, it's, it's kind of so ridiculous, so silly that I just go, it's, it's, this is for laughs and that's all it is. Yeah. I get you there. But we'll rank it at the end of the show. See how where see where it goes. Uh, no submissions for this for my favorite episode. However, if you do have a favorite Rock. episode, <laughs> comments from the peanut gallery over there. Uh, if you do okay. have a favorite episode, submit it to submissionshowpod at gmail.com. Explain why a certain episode is your favorite. And I'll get when we get to it. I will read it on the air. Next up, Matt, it's time for comments from the news group. Okay, here we are. Alt dot nerd dot obsessive. Comments to the news group. So we're going through the old alt.tv.simpsons news group, see what people are talking about a week or two after episode debuted, see what they thought about the episode. Um, Some really, really like this episode, and some really, really don't like this episode. It's weird, right? Uh, I can't imagine why they would feel that way. <laughs> funny guy, Matt. You're a funny guy. Uh, I don't know. I understand it. I, I think, I, I don't know. There's, uh, uh, It's rarely we're getting consensus anymore in any of these episodes. And I think that's just the nature of you know, season nine and later Simpsons is that I don't, there isn't a consensus today. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't expect one to exist back in 1998 either. That's true. I, I feel like there was more of a consensus from like maybe seasons two to five or something like that. And then you see the people who you believe in the whole zombie Simpsons thing versus the people who are like, no, it's, it's not as good as it was, but it's still a good show. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't think, I'm not expecting any of these episodes from now on to ever have the news group going, yeah, they're all, this is amazing. Although we'll probably <laughs> see it uh, at, at some point. There's still plenty of uh, really good episodes left. Um, and then we got a breakdown of the comic book guy, uh, internet, uh, uh jargon, basically. Um, this guy goes to extensive links to like defining all of these terms, uh, Comic Book Guy's line is, I'm interested in upgrading my 28.8 kilobot internet connection to a 1.5 megabit fiber optic T1 line. Be able to provide an IP router that's compatible with my token ring Ethernet LAN configuration. Um, and he explains all this stuff, which I'm not going to do, but it, it's, a, it's a lot. Uh, it's a lot. He explains 
all it's the a terms. Big upgrade. Well, he does explain like it also explains the difference in the speed. So it also just like he explains what Ethernet is, um, and what token ring is, and and all that stuff. Uh, he, I do like his um his description of LAN, local area network, a small network of computers usually deployed in one building. The lo- the comic book guy says he has a LAN, implying that he has at least two computers at home. That he went to the trouble of hooking them together. There are actually people who do this in real life. I mean, I I would uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yes, yes, there are. There are people who have lands. I guess in 1998, it was, it's still a little novel. Um, and then they had people contending about what that, of course, there, there was a guy who went to great lengths to explain all of these terms and did a, a pretty good job, honestly, of making it like in layman's terms, explaining what these things do. And then, a, 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 of course, of course, someone showed up and disagreed with him and went, "No, this is actually what comic book guy was t- meant was meaning by these terms, and it's <laughs> and it's actually what he said was inaccurate." And uh, okay, of course, it's the internet. Of course, that's going to happen. I thought it was very funny, although so uh, just because uh, we moved past all those comic- things, and now you just plug something into a network and it just works. I know it's it's pretty. I mean, we are very spoiled today with our with computers. They're they're yeah. they're much Everything easier. Everything works so well now. <laughs> they're much easier than they used to be. Uh, yeah. Even when they are like even when the, even the most complicated things, you're still like, wow, this is still way less complicated than it was. Oh heck yeah! Twenty twenty years ago. Oh, uh, but that's about it. The news group this week. We can move on to our next segment. It's time for the listener question of the week. Let's try one more number. <gasps> Yellow. KBBL is gonna give me something stupid. Well, hot dog. We have a wiener. Yellow. Our list of question of the week this week is, what is the most relevant episode of The Simpsons today? And I got tons Ooh. tons of great answers. You guys are smart. I say this all the time. You guys are smart. You know what you're talking about. Uh, first from Austin, Homer Badman, we blow things out of proportion to society, are quick to judge, come angry and just go with whatever the TV or internet box says. Uh, groundskeeper Willie videotaping people at night would just be switched with a phone. Yeah, it's never been easier to record. Uh, Abby, Homer Batman, can easily be updated, including social media's role in spreading rumors and facilitating the public at large and becoming judge, jury, and executioner. I've seen what happens to Homer happen to people I know, so this episode hits very close to home for me. Also gave the option of living under the sea, but it was quickly dismissed as impractical. Not with that attitude. Uh, D, Marjorie Samonorel, a man sells a bill of goods to a bunch of gullible people, and they instantly regret it. Some might say it fits our political environment. Some might say that. Some might. Some might. Jacob, uh, the joy of sex still holds up, especially Scientology, being in the mainstream with such people as Leah Ramini and her public separation from the religion and her corresponding show Scientology Aftermath and such things. I will not use this as a platform to share my stance on Scientology as a whole, but after rewatching this episode, after you guys talked about it, I felt a lot funnier than I did before. Yeah, that was my reaction as well. John, lots of good responses. I'm leaning towards a cartridge family, particularly exchange where Homer's label potentially dangerous. Seems as if we don't even have these types of labels or limits anymore. Benjamin, Lisa's wedding, as I got every future prediction correct, especially crying robots that are not waterproof. <laughs> uh, Teresa, Lisa's, Lisa versus Malibu Stacy. Lisa's struggle with sexism, sexism, sexual harassment, and her own feminist identity is very relevant today. Uh, Amy, the Akarch family, sadly. Daniel, Homer's phobia. Just like many people today, Homer was quote-unquote fine with John's sex- homosexuality as long as it wasn't noticeable. There are many people who are completely against queer folks, i.e. the transgender bad- bathroom controversy, but there are also others who say they're accepting and then complain that news about queer struggles are being shoved down their throat. It's easy to be quote-unquote accepting when you're kept in the dark about people who are different from you. Homer thought it- he was accepting just as long as he didn't have to ever be confronted with a queer person. Uh, John, 
at John 151. Bart gets famous. Seems a lot of people nowadays have 15 minutes of fame, not always deserved. Seems to be happening a lot more frequently than 20 years ago. You, you know what, Matt? What's that? It's like we're in a culture of steam. <laughs> God. No. No. Alan Moore. No. No, Alan Moore. <laughs> okay, that's my. Please don't hurt me, Alan. <laughs> oh, he's a he's a gentle fella. He's not hippie. He's not going to do anything to you. Uh, Brandon at Funny Film Fan. Uh, at least the vegetarian. Lots of folks need a reminder. You don't need to scold people who don't share all your beliefs. Uh, and finally, Ian Ian Davis. E pluribus, e pluribus wigum. Uh, Ralph gets elected. People get tired of the same old politicians and news media, so they elect a stupid child as their presidential Ooh. candidate in order to stick it to the establishment. The Simpsons really do protect everything. They really do. That episode is just bafflingly relevant. They never. <laughs> what? What? What's they your answer, Matt? Was that your answer? No, no. My answer is actually Lisa versus Malibu Stacy as well. Uh, just because that is something that still goes on. Uh, for some reason, especially when it comes to toys, no one wants to help children be what they want to be. They want to segment them and tell them what they're going to be. And I feel like that starts kids off on the wrong foot. Obviously, the Cartridge Family is ridiculously relevant as well that'd be my number two but lisa versus malibu stacy is the one that makes me sad the most matt you don't there's no limits on sadness you can be there's lots of things that make you sad uh, there's dozens of things every day that make me sad that's true uh but that one makes me the most sad. <laughs> oh well, I, I see it's the it, i it, could also say you only move twice because i don't work for hank scorpio and i would really love to work for hank scorpio <laughs> my answer is homer's phobia um, mm. it is a, it is the episode that surprised me the most rewatching it about, oh, wow, this is really ahead of its time. Uh, and all the answers that people said all are relevant, all have things to say. And I think that's, you know, why Simpsons is so good is that it does, it doesn't seem dated. You know, you can watch these episodes and you go, wow, this still, still speaks to our, our condition. Um, but Homer's phobia to me is incredibly relevant, not, not only because it's, it, it applicability to uh you know homosexuality and homophobia and that but also just to kind of uh the i think our society and cultural problem with minority voices and exposure to put to minority experience and perspective and it beyond just you know gay people any kind of minority perspective where it's it seems a lot of people just react immediately with antagonism it doesn't matter yeah doesn't matter what they're saying. It could be just like, hey, I exist. And people will be like, why? I don't How wanna... dare you exist. How, why do I have to hear you? Um, but all, a lot of great answers. I uh, appreciate everyone took the time. Next week's question. What is your favorite episode with an ending you dislike? Ooh. I think we all know my answer. Well, I don't. You seem to not like this episode at all, Matt. So I, don't, I would expect you not to use this one. But maybe you'll have a turn of heart. That's true, actually. I do like, I, I do, there, I'm sure there's somewhere I don't like the ending. I'll have to think on it. Yeah, exactly. It's a thinker. I like thinkers. I, I, I could, yes, your favorite Mo quote, we could do that every week forever, but, you know, I get tired of it. Uh, post that on all the social media, facebook.com slash the Simpson Show Pod, Twitter at Simpson Show Pod. You can email us at Simpson Show Pod at gmail.com. Uh, links to all those things are on our website, which is the Simpson Show.com. Guess what, Matt? What's that? It's time for the new Google Trivia Challenge. I am the smart. I am too smart. S-M-R-T. I mean S-M-A-R-R-T. The No Google Trivia Challenge is where Matt and I each challenge each other with three trivia questions. One easy, one medium, one hard. Try and stop the other. We have a wager for this season. Whoever loses must write and record a, a Trails of Horror segment. Audio only. You have to use your imaginations. But after roughly halfway through the season, I am five points behind Matt. So still in it. Give me an easy question, Matt. 
All right, sir. Your easy question. All of which come from two cars in every garage and three eyes on every fish. Ooh. What famous scientist appears in a commercial for Mr. Burns? Darwin. You are correct, sir. Yeah. Worried that one might be too tough for you. Oh, come on. Well, I like, you know, it's pretty memorable. Darwin explaining how three-eyed fish are just evolution, right? Right. Oh, yeah. All your questions are for Bart's girlfriend. Ooh, okay. Who is Bart's girlfriend? Uh, I believe that would be Jessica Lovejoy. You're correct. What's my medium question? All right. Uh, What is the name of Burns' opponent in the governor's race? Oh, man. I could picture her, but I can't remember her name. It is... Marge obviously is a supporter. She is. Her name is. She is the. the she is the, the the current governor. Her name is. Get a whole bunch of other Simpsons names popping in my head, and they're all wrong. Um, I don't know. I'm blanking. I have nothing. Oh wow. Okay. Uh, I, I thought there was an okay chance you would get this. All right. Do you give up? Yeah, I give up. I don't know. All right. Is Mary Bailey? Mary Bailey. Bailey. All right. There's some part of my head that probably knew that answer, but not right now. All right, Matthew. Your meaning question. What does Jessica Lovejoy's hair smell like? Okay. Um, is Fruit Loops good enough? Is that your answer? Uh, okay. Do you want me to be more specific than that? If you can be, you should be. Fine. I believe it is Red Fruit Loops. You're correct. Oh, phew. <laughs> that was one of the things I remember that because even the first time I heard it, I was like, "Wow, that evokes a very vivid memory for me." Since scent scent memories are supposedly the strongest, supposedly. What is my hard question? All right, okay, this is a tough one. Even I had to look this one up. How much would it have cost to Mr. Burns to fix the power plant instead of running for governor? Hmm. One point two million dollars. Is that your final answer? Sure. I'm sorry. It is fifty six million dollars. Fifty six. Oof. Okay. I was off. Yeah, uh, which, honestly, I feel like a governor's race probably would cost about that these days. But you know, I don't this think so. I don't think a governor's race costs that much, would it? I, would I say, don't know. I would say like a few million. You only have to do one state. You're only hit network ads. Probably be the most expensive, but. I don't know. True. Hard to say. Um, your hard question, Matthew. When Lisa uh, goes up in front of the church and asks everyone to repent their sins, who stands up and what are their sins? Uh, I can't, how many am I looking for here? There are three. There are three. Okay. Um, Dr. Hibbert left his Porsche keys inside Mrs. Glick. Skinner smelled some marijuana smoke in Vietnam. And... Oh... Oh, man, what's the last one? Hmm. I cannot remember it. All that's coming into my head is Lenny going, I'm always interrupting people from the Brad Goodman episode, and it won't shut up, so I give up. Matt, you're so close. Yeah. Skinner, he he once did smell marijuana smoke in Vietnam. Uh, Dr. Hibbert did leave his Porsche keys inside of Mrs. Glick. Grandpa canceled Star Trek. Oh, that's right. I was the one that canceled Star Trek. Oh, so close. So close, yet so far. However, that does give you a... a it jumps you up another two-point lead on me, which I'm not a fan of. So maybe you don't oh, do... Could you not do okay. that anymore, please? I will uh, try not to. Okay. I good. will try to be as possible. Okay, good. Keep trying. Uh, but we can move on to our final segment, the segment we end every single episode with. It's time for best episode ever. Best episode 
best episode ever. It's part of the show where Matt and I rank the episodes categorically as we watch them chronologically, eventually compiling lists of every episode ever and how good they are. So, Matt, Das Boos is... Absolutely. You, you, have, you have sweetened this episode for me. It's... Oh, have I? You've made me like it a little better. Okay, a little bit better. Uh, I, okay, I'll tell. How about this? I'll tell you where I am looking, and you, you give me what your thoughts. All right. Okay. Uh, I would say that I would put it right around number one forty, which is the Simpsons spinoff showcase. Huh. In, okay. In that ballpark where I don't, I'm, you know, it could be five up, five below, somewhere in there. I look at that one because that one is also silly. And kind of, you know, meaningless as in a, as a greater whole. It's just kind of like here's jokes. So I'm I'm with you. Uh, I'm looking up or down from that. I'm actually looking right around 148, uh, right ahead of Principal Charming, and right behind Oh Brother Where Art Thou? Because uh, I really enjoy the Herb episodes. They tend to be funny, and they also tend to be, uh, you know, they have a lot of you know emotional family connections, uh, where this definitely does not. It doesn't. It is nothing but jokes. That's true. Uh, but like you said, the Lord of the Flies parody is actually really good. I, I cannot deny that. Uh, I mean, of what I know of Lord of the Flies. Uh, obviously, it doesn't get as violent, thank goodness. Uh, we, don't need, we don't need Wendell coming home in a body bag. Or Mil- maybe we, need, we do need Milhouse coming home in a body bag, but, you know, whatever. Uh, and it's right above Principal Charm, which I think is a good episode, but it suffers from early Simpsonitis, where some things are just a little bit off. Some characters aren't quite there, and it's not as funny as it could be, whereas this episode is just straight jokes. So that's where I'm at, around 148. Mm-mm-mm. That's fine. All right. This does not evoke strong feelings, is what you're saying. No, I don't. I'm, I, I, you know, I'm not going to... As long as you're not arguing that it's, like, the worst episode of all time, I'd just be like, yeah, it's... I think it's, I think it's fine. You know, I, I think it's funny at times. It's not, it's not, I, you know, joy of sect watching that. I was like, wow, this is really I- interesting and relevant and funny. And I'm watching this and I go, yeah, there's funny stuff. Ralph's, I think Ralph, Ralph is really all. Yeah. Ralph really helps this. Out. Ralph is, if without Ralph, this episode is way lower to me, but Ralph kind of, they get a lot of good Ralph in there. Um, they do. It tastes like burning. I use that so often. Uh, and the and the, I like even more than that. I like the noises he makes before he's just like, "Hey, oh!" Like he he asks questions with his pain. His the pain noises are like questions. They're like, "Oh!" <laughs> like he doesn't understand, and it's very cute. Um, so Das Boos number one forty eight on our list. Uh, currently number one on our list is Homer's Enemy. Last place is Homer's Odyssey number one eighty. Uh, we'll eventually replace that for sure. Can guarantee it. Uh, speaking of Matt, what is our next episode? Our next episode is uh, let's see. Uh, ooh, the last temptation of crust. Oh man, it's the Can You Narrow episode, guys. Well, Matt, I have only one question for you. What's that? Can you narrow? Can you narrow? Exactly. Um, that'll be next week. We'll talk about it. Some some get some comedy. They can seats thirty five. Can you narrow? God saves. We'll listen to the entire song next week. I promise. Uh, darn tootin'. Darn tootin'. Uh, but that that will be next week. That'll do it for us today. Uh, you can find this list and everything else at our website. It's thesimpsonshow.com. Links to our Facebook, to our Twitter, to our RSS feed. Link to our Patreon. If you want to help the show, help it keep help keep us ad free. Help keep the lights on. Uh, go there, throw us a couple dollars. We appreciate it. You can find me online on Twitter 
at Robbie Dorman. Uh, please check out my other podcast, The Handsome Boys Comics Hour. It's about comic books. And The Serial Fanaticist, it's about a lot of stuff. Uh, the, our, the most recent episode is about The Shining, the novel, not the book. I mean, the, the novel, not the film. Oof, I'm a couple hours <laughs> to talk and I'm having trouble. Matt does not participate in social media. Unless there's a certain level of Patreon backer, you will not find him. That's true. However, I have decided that I will uh, start plumbing the depths of, let's say, alternative realities. Uh, so if you need to contact me, uh, just uh, feel free to uh, pluck the strings. Uh, they're somewhere in the 11th dimension, and I will uh, be looking for them. Just, uh, you know, just for Matt. I'm one of the only, uh, you know, multiple universe travelers uh, with that name. So, you know, feel free. I'm Robbie. And I'm Matt. And keep watching The Simpsons. Weirdo. <laughs> Shh.